Slightly Broadcasting. Two, three more years will be another one. And he's like, 
uh, what what makes you so sure? How do you know? And he says, well, you know, it's just a, it's just matter of odds. Uh, you, you know, it's it's bound to happen. Uh, you could tell he didn't have a ready-made answer, the little shit one. Uh, it's just a matter of time. Awful funny how in the past hundred years, there hasn't been any major global pandemic. And then all of a sudden we have this one, which isn't a pandemic at all, of course, but nevertheless, uh, the impression is most dumbasses think that we're actually in a pandemic and have been for the past Fargan year. And now he says, oh, yeah, there would just be odds. Uh, you know, he was basically implying that the odds demand that it's going to happen uh, in the next two or three years. Cause shit. But of course, he said that an even greater threat, the next major threat, he said, uh, in another uh, interview, uh, won't even be, um, a, a, you know, a natural pandemic. Natural. He said it'll be bioterrorism. Bioterrorism. Well, that's exactly what this current fiasco is, isn't it? Bioterrorism. But, you know, they're going to release it with a little bit different flavor as far as the general dumbass masses go. They're going to portray it as something deliberately released by evil terrorists. Even though, once again, this thing was deliberately released by evil terrorists. But, of course, they're not going to tell you that because they're the evil terrorists. But nevertheless, that is what he said is coming next. That's the next great threat, a bioterrorist attack. So I wonder who they're going to frame up for that one. Funny how, uh, you know, the threat for radical Muslim terrorists seems to have disappeared, just like school shootings seems to have uh, been a passing fad now. That's that's passe now. That's gone. Popular up until two years ago, but now with COVID, that just suddenly and magically and mysteriously disappeared off the map. How is it that nobody, no, virtually nobody questions this? Virtually nobody's asking these hard, frickin' in-your-face questions. How is it that two years ago, there were school shootings almost every other frickin' day, right? Remember that crap? constantly hardly a day went by you didn't hear about you know at least a minor incident like that quite a few major ones and then all of a sudden when covid comes around oh the school shooters now have gone on vacation apparently they're afraid too now of course you know schools wound up being closed the second part of last school year last year but it uh, doesn't matter. How come there haven't been shootings in malls? Or, you know, no, no mass shootings at all. The mass shooters now have found something else to occupy their time with. Anyway, uh, once again, guys, COVID19propaganda.com, if you haven't uh, 
been there, downloaded the materials, or ordered any of the, you know, the pamphlets, booklets. <clears throat> it's a great way to, to get the word out. Uh, this next announcement, <clears throat> uh, I haven't even talked to Kyle about this yet, but uh, it, it, it really hurts me to have to do this, but um, I, I just don't have a choice right now, guys. After tomorrow night's show, I'm going to have to take a hiatus. I, I got to really work on uh, trying to get my eyes back into shape here. They're, they're just, they're really bad. They're really bad. I, I cannot, I'm, I'm hitting them with, you know, herbs. And I actually got uh, the contribution that one listener said she was going to send. I, I, I ordered overnight delivery. And so I got them uh, today, uh, a pair of, um, Two different pairs of glasses, actually. I got one is for you know the perforated glasses. You've probably seen those, right? That help you to to, to read without um, prescription lenses. Um, the, the little perforations in the, the glasses help you your eye to focus. It, it, they work. I, I, I've used them before, just not long term. I want to use these now regularly. See if I can read without glasses, but it's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. I need to just completely stay away from computer screens if I can for a while. I know they haven't been helping my eyes. I also got a pair of blue light filters. So ultimately I want to use those, but right now I just, uh, I don't know. I think wearing the glasses all the time and staying for hours on the computer a day has not been doing uh, justice to my eyes at all. So I think I just need to give them a rest, uh, you know, hit the herbs and, and see if this can uh, can help reverse this situation. But as it is right now, guys, I, I just, I can't do it. I just can't, I can't read my notes. I mean, I'll, you know, I got headlines here I'm gonna be covering. Um, I'll probably have no problem with the first half of the show, but it seems after about an hour's time now, uh, my eyes just shit the bed. I just, uh, they they don't work. They just don't work anymore. They don't, you know, I can't focus. doesn't matter how big the font is. doesn't matter how powerful of a magnifier I use. That, that's, that's not even the issue. They just, they get tired. It's very frustrating. Never had, uh, you know, this kind of problem this bad before. I have had trouble, you know, off and on. In fact, one time, I don't know, I think it was three, four years ago. It's the only time I ever had to do this. Uh, one of the reasons was I was on a small screen, a, a laptop. I was doing a show, and I actually announced uh, that I had to stop the show. I had to stop it right in the middle of the damn thing. Some of you might recall that. It was back in 2015 or 16, four or five years or six years, whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was really bad. I could not read the screen, but that was because, again, I was on a laptop and uh, the screen was small, you know. Other than that, I, I, you know, I've been pretty fine ever since then. But now in the past three months, uh, my eyesight's really taken a dive. It's, it's really bad. And so far, nothing is really working. Um, so I'm thinking maybe just give my eyes a rest take a little hiatus and we'll see how I am doing in another couple of months or so. Um, 
so, you know, I, I still plan to read, just not on a computer screen. I'm going to, you know, go back to reading books and using those glasses to see if uh, I can do it, you know, without, uh, I was trying it today and it was, it was working pretty good. Um, I'm hoping that over time, that, that's basically the, uh, the Bates method. Some of you might recall, uh, you know, uh, Steph had called in and recommended that. I, I got the book, I read it. Um, and supposedly it has worked with a lot of people quite well. The idea is that you don't need to wear glasses. Uh, you know, in fact, glasses weaken your eyes. I can testify that. The more I wear them, they, they do get weak, definitely. And, you know, over time, they they will do permanent damage uh, to the point where you, you can't even recover. So I want to start, you know, reading regular books in regular light instead of the artificial computer light <clears throat> using those perforated uh, glasses there and see if that can, along with all the herbs and stuff I'm taking, if, if that can rectify the situation. But like I said, for now, uh, after tomorrow night, I'm going to take a hiatus. But, you know, as always, I've taken a couple of hiatuses before for different reasons. Uh, you know, I'm still going to be available uh, on email. Um, so I'm not going to totally disassociate myself from the computer. I'll check literally, though, maybe once a day for like a half an hour at a time. So if you don't hear from me for several days, it's only because, you know, I... I don't want to spend too much time all at once on the computer. It might take me a while to get to your emails, but yeah, definitely still keep in touch. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to totally stay away from the computer, but it's not going to be hours a day. I'll tell you that half hour, or maybe hour at the most. Uh, and that's going to be it. I'm thinking I might uh, also use this time to finally start a YouTube channel. That's something I've been wanting to do. I don't want to juggle that and doing the show at the same time now because my eyes just won't allow it. But at least with the YouTube channel, um, I'm thinking of, you know, printing notes out and reading them off of a printed page. My eyes seem to do better with that. I don't want to read them off the screen. And the good thing with that is when you're doing, you know, YouTube videos, I can just keep pausing. If my eyes do get tired. I can do 10 minutes at a time or even five minutes, whatever. Come back and, you know, I, I notice a lot of YouTubers do that very thing. You can tell the transition is pretty smooth, but you can still tell where there's been editing or whatever, you know, where they paused it. Um, so, yeah, I might have to do that with my presentations, pause them every five minutes, but it, it will work. It might take me a whole day to do just a, an hour's worth of uh YouTube video, but you know, whatever. I that seems a lot more feasible than just doing live radio. Looks like we have a caller. Uh, uh you there, caller? Yeah, hey, how you doing, Charlie? Foggy from New York. Yeah, what's happening? Eh, not much, man. Just a, a, another day in this this nightmare that we're living in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I ha I wanted to tell you a math story that I uh I was involved with. A what story? Supermarkets, a mask. Oh, these stupid oh, masks okay, that yeah, they sure. make us wear. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I have a I have a, a breathing disability, so you know they they make it extremely difficult. Most people don't bother to read, as you already know. So yeah. they people see these no mask, no entry, and they think that's that's it, that's law. 
and that's what you have to follow and it, you know that's the store policy and all this bullshit but yeah i've i've schooled myself on the the uh the mandates and in new york there's four different exemptions you got if you're under two you're allowed to have no mask if you can't medically tolerate it which kind of goes into number three which is if you have a disability or yeah. which is a big one it says if you can keep your six feet distance then you don't need the mask on which oh wow that would really apply to anybody no, but yes as long as you could keep your distance so yeah i've uh i went into a supermarket i went right past the security guard in the front with no mask and now i've been doing this for a long time because of my disability some places um stopped me i explained to them i have a disability and they didn't give me a hard time i keep all the the uh executive orders and all the stuff on my phone so if they question me and they don't know i could try to school them a little if they're willing to listen whatever the case but um long story short i went in, i went in the, the supermarket which is a chain like littles or lidl l-i-d-l however you pronounce it um yeah. went in almost done with my my shopping and one random employee stops me oh where's your mask so well i got a disability which you don't even have to tell them because that's what the whole america's with disability act is about yeah you know um but i told him to not make a scene and he's like oh well there's hundreds of people in here you need a mask on and i said well my life has a disability <laughs> and i can't change that so have yeah. a nice day so i walked away from him another minute later another employee stops me i tell them the same thing and then another minute later the the manager comes over and um he tells me and I explained to him I have a disability. And at that point, my wife was with me and, you know, we were getting tired of being harassed throughout the store. So she had her distance and she said to him, you know, how many times are you guys going to ask him already? And he was already annoyed that I didn't have a mask on. Yeah. So right away, he's like, oh, telling my wife, you have to put your mask over your nose. It was like, well, I thought you were informed of the mandate. She has her distance from you. She's okay. Yeah, and then he right. tried to go back and forth with us. And I was like, listen, not going to harass me throughout the store anymore. I'm going to continue my shopping. So we walked yeah, away man. from them and then uh, go to the next aisle. And it's like the crowd mentality of, of the store, the store employees. There was like five of them just lined up in the aisle. And they start, they start bothering my wife. They're like, oh, you have a mask on your face. You can't just wear it. And I was like, mind your business. This has nothing to do with you. And yeah. um, then the lady got annoyed and she's like, oh, you got to get them out of here. And the, the manager was like, don't worry, I already called the cops. So, oh, my God, you got it. <laughs> so at that point, I was like, you know what, let's go to the register. The security guard came over. He, he didn't, I'm not even making it up. He didn't even know how to talk English. And I said to him, dude, step away from the cart because you're going to step into legal matters and you don't even know what you're talking about. So he actually didn't do nothing. Um, and then I got over to the register and the guy's like, you know, you're, you're not going to purchase no items here. And I said, dude, you're not going to disrespect me. You're not going to take away my right to be able to shop in here. And yeah. I'm going to purchase my items and I'm trying to scan the stuff and he's, he's taking it back. And, he's, you know, then they actually turned the uh, self-checkout machine off on me. And he's like, just get out of here. And then he started making things up. He's like, listen, you're, you're yelling and cursing at my employees. You have to leave. 
And I said, I have this whole thing recorded. I didn't yell and curse at nobody. And I'm not leaving. I'm purchasing my items. You're not going to discriminate on me because of my disability. So now, mind you, I'm in a self-checkout. There's tons of people walking around us. He's so worried about this COVID, but you're just keeping me there from purchasing my items. So I stood my ground and I wouldn't leave. And uh, he's like, you know, he just kept telling me, you got to go, you got to go. And I said, I'll wait for the cops. And then I'll purchase my items in my head. I'm thinking, well, I understand the law, which it's not even a law. It's a mandate. And when the cops come, I'll be able to explain it. I did not flip out on nobody. So I have all right to be in here and shop. So long story short, the cops arrive and right away, they're like, "Um, sir, you, you can't be in here without a mask. They said, listen, these are officers of the law. And I hope that you're informed of the mandate. He said, I have a disability and I have the right to be in here and shop and they cannot discriminate on me. And he's like, oh, well, when you came in, did you ask permission? I said, I don't need to ask permission. The mandate explains that I'm allowed to shop in here and they cannot tell me no different. And and then he's like, no, well, when you came in, you know, the right thing to do would have been to tell somebody. I said, no, the right thing to do is the security guard that they have in the front of the store should have asked me. Yeah. Or anybody else that comes in, if I have a mask, if I need a mask, and if I don't, then why? That's and good. if I tell him I have a disability, then he should tell the manager, so when I'm in the store, I'm not harassed like they did to yeah. me this whole exactly. time. Yeah, put it back on and, them. Um, They're trying to get you out to look guilty. Yep. So then yeah. then the guy, the, the manager of the store is like, well, we don't want him in here, and he's yelling and cursing at everybody, and he don't have the mask on. And I said you're lying. I have everything recorded. I didn't yell and curse at nobody. And the, the cop right away was like, well, listen, if they want you out of here, you have, you have to leave because this is private property. And I said, no, sir, you're supposed to know the law. And this falls on the public accommodations. This is a yeah. private store, but they deal in currency and it's public accommodations. Their, uh, their store policy does not overwrite the man, uh, the, the state mandate. Yeah. And he's like, no, you're wrong about that. I said, I have it all on my phone. Do you want to see it? Want to look at my phone to see it? Um, and I just kept trying to explain the law to the officer. Totally refused to to listen to it. Just kept telling yeah, me, no, they, this is prior. They, they neither know nor care what the law is. They're just there to uh, please the, the the manager. And uh, yeah, exactly. And they actually said that at one point because I said to them, I knew I was getting nowhere. And it got to the point where the one cop was starting to get hostile with me. So I said, okay. And I I was recording all this. So I said, okay, officer, whoever, officer, whoever, and uh, manager, whoever. I said, I I just want you to know, you know, I'm pointing the camera on them. I said, you are all in agreement that you are going to throw me out of the store due to my disability. You are going to discriminate on me. And the cops right away were like, no, no, no. We we just have to follow what they say. I said, (laughs) no, you have to follow the law. Yeah. See, what they were hoping for, like, you know, the manager lying about you, he's hoping to piss you off that you're going to say or do something they can get something on you with. They have nothing. That's what he wanted me to do. He wanted me to lose my cool. At one point when I was standing there, he's like, oh, sir, you got to move already. You're blocking the line. I was standing in front of a register that was closed. And I said to him, I said, I'm not blocking anything. I'm in front of a closed register. He's like, oh, this is closed because of you. I said, dude, I have it all on camera. This was closed before I even got here. 
And I said, if you're so worried, look at all these people behind me. Nobody's standing on their little circles. Why don't you go yeah. do your job and tell them to keep their distance? Yeah. You know, I was, I was, I was just trying to, you know, say what it really was. And um, then at the end of the point, at, at the end of the, the story, after the cop tells me, you know, he started getting a little hostile. The man, I said to them, I said, okay, well, why don't they follow? Uh, if they don't want me to shop in here, can they go with the mandate says my shopping's done? I'll give them my card and they purchase my items for me. And the guy, the manager goes, no, we don't want him in here. And matter of fact, we're going to ban him from the store. And they, not even lying, they came out of the back of the store with a form that's supposed to be filled out from the manager with my information, if police was involved, all their information to ban me for a year. They gave me a completely blank form and said, oh, here, you're served and you, you can't come back here no more. And the cops were like, oh, that's it. You, you got to leave. You're, you're going to be trespassing if you don't. And there was not and, uh, even anything on the damn paper. Nothing was filled out. At one point, when, when I was conversating with the cops, they asked me for my name. I said, it's irrelevant. You, you don't need my name. It's irrelevant to the situation. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Right. And they had no one from, they don't even know who I am, but they, they gave me a blank <laughs> paper to ban me from the store. So Here when I went outside, I, uh, I had like a, about a five-minute conversation with the cops, maybe in like 10 minutes. Um, and they were trying to be nice about the situation. And I just told them, I said, listen, you're accomplices in this. I said, you're supposed yeah. to understand the mandates and the laws, and you're supposed to uphold that. And yeah. uh, however I worded it was something like that. And um, at one point, they actually turned their body cameras off, and they were like, listen, you can, you can wear the mask below your nose. Nobody's going to bother you. And I said, no, that's, that's not the point. I have a disability. And there's yeah. thousands of other people with disabilities like myself. And if right. I do that just to please the public, then our rights will never be going anywhere. I said right. the mandate gives us the right to be able to walk around without the mask. Yeah. If I just wear it just to please everybody, then, then we're going to be in the situation we're in. This is why people are ignorant of it. And, 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 um, and this is why we're heading toward mandated goddamn vaccines. They're going to pull the same oh, shit. Oh, my God, it's so scary. Yeah. It, and I don't get how people don't see that they're just test subjects, you know? Right. But um, I, I, it, like, really bothered me so much that I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to do something, not even to make money. I figured, let me call a lawyer, because the only way this is ever going to get known is if there's ever a case. And then yeah. you could actually, you know, sit there and say, well, due to this case, this is what it is. Right. Right. I'm not even exaggerating. I probably tried to contact about 40 different lawyers. Not one would touch the case. Yeah. I went on it's, um, it's the pussy syndrome. It's the pussy syndrome. Uh, they don't care whether what you're saying is true or lawful. It doesn't matter. They're all afraid that they're going to, you know, look bad for standing yeah. up against, standing up for a rebel, you know. They don't yeah, want it'll be it'll be uh, bad for their for their firm, you know. Right. So they want nothing yeah. to do. I had a couple of them tell me, well, you know that the law is very loosely written. I said exactly. So you need a case to be able to have it understood what it really is. And the lady's like, yeah, but you know we won't touch that here. I went to a yeah. website um, that my wife told me no, no, I think it's no mask, no info, or or something something to that fact. Uh, and there was lawyers on there, and. I contacted those lawyers and they were like, you know, we recently discussed it as a firm and we're not going to touch cases like that no more. 
But yeah. I'm sure you they're know, on that side and they're probably getting funded. On. Sure. Yeah. All right. Stick with us, folks. Uh, show me right back. and all about Jews and their beloved Israel. This is America. Hey, don't say that. Jews do so much for us and deserve our thanks. Okay, so what do they do? Although they are only 2% of the population, they are running our banks and overall monetary system, ensuring our children receive proper education and medication, entertaining us with TV, movies, magazines, and gossip, running some of our biggest corporations, including the big tech giants, weeding out awful hate speech, and promoting the rainbow of alternative lifestyles and gender identities, and funding the campaigns of our honorable and modest politicians. Wow, they sure do a lot. That's right. Don't be an anti-Semite. Let the chosen rulers of this world know you appreciate them. Thanks, Jews! guys welcome back yeah th- th- this is great i'm glad to see uh that y- you're doing this because the whole thing hinges on compliance as long as they get compliance they're going to continue to push 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 but once you stand up and they see that you have sound reasoning and you understand the law you send them in a tailspin they don't know what the hell to do i have to be honest though for myself i probably would have blown it i don't have patience to deal with these son of a bitches <laughs> i would have been cursing at the manager and I would have had to leave because I would realize that when the cops get here now, he's got something on me. I, I just I just want to slam these people. I wouldn't get physical, but I would definitely have told them off and told them, you know, tell them to go to hell. Fuck off. Yeah, I, it took me a lot of patience because I'll be honest, I, I've I've done this plenty of times already because I really do have a disability. Um, yeah. And I, I just I kind of learned to keep my cool because I at first there was a couple of times when I went in a couple of stores and you know, right away. Then, no, you don't got a mask. You got to get out of here. And, and I kind of flipped out on them a little and I just left being, being all pissed off. But I know yeah. that, you know, every time that it's occurred, I studied the law a little more. And when I say the law, I mean like the civil rights act and, and the disability act and, and try to really school right. myself a little more. So I know what I'm saying. And, and, you know, if, if I had different police officers that really knew and did their job correctly, I felt I probably would have been able to purchase my goods and leave. I felt proud that, that I stood my ground, but at the same time I felt upset that now that stupid asshole at that store thinks he could just throw anybody out because of whatever he wants. 
So yeah. it's like a fucked up situation. And you got, you know, I've had conversations with people where they, they, you know, if you're not wearing a mask, they think, oh, well, you don't care about nobody. What the fuck are right. you talking about? You know, exactly. yeah. like, you know, my feelings oh, because no, I don't have a that, mask on. If you have a mask on, then you're protected, <laughs> ain't you? Right, right. But they've been talking about <laughs> that mass protesters ultimately as terrorists and murderers. That That's how ridiculous this whole thing is getting. Yeah, yep. it's crazy. I mean, after this, I, I watched a couple of videos on, on people with no masks. And all the videos that pop up are like supposedly trying to mock people that are walking around like that. And it's like, no, well, you, you're the fucking retard that, that really believes that this mask that doesn't even really cover your face is going to protect you. Like, right. you know, I, I just, I don't get, I don't get people's fucking stupidity. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, where they're, they're just so lost. And, and it's, it's another division, you know, there's and, a guy, yeah, the government's great at that. Somebody sent me a video this past week. Some guy, I think it was in California. He was going into a store with a painted on mask. <laughs> but it, it looked like he had one on, you know, but no, it was just painted on. <laughs> that's great. That's a great idea. Uh, that's excellent. Yeah, yeah, I just wish people would wake up a little because it's scary what's going on. And then these whole these vaccinations that they're pushing on everybody. And I, I mean, I, I just really don't get it. It only takes a little common sense to see. They're telling you they've never contained this thing, but you're going to get a shot and it still might not protect you. You cannot oh, see that you're right a test dummy. It's not going to protect you. Fauci has said that this this vaccine, it's not even a fucking vaccine, but he said that, yeah. uh, uh, especially in the beginning, all it's going to do is help to curtail some of the symptoms, but it won't stop you from contracting. Then it's not a vaccine then, according to their definition. It's not. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, the virus they haven't contained is not in it. So how is it even, then, you know, it's not a vaccine. <laughs> yeah, and then when, when you look at all the, the uh, autoimmune system problems it's creating, it's the, it's the antithesis of a vaccine. It's destroying your immune system so you can't fight against the contagion. Oh, yep. you've got to Charlie, uh, can I ask you, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Do you really believe that there's something going on out there? Or, because or, I'm like, I'm up in the air about it. I feel like Here's the thing. we know that they created uh, something in the lab. You know, there's there's two articles, yes. one Newsweek, another one was uh, Nature magazine. How the U.S. government funded Wuhan scientists, brought them over here to research bat coronaviruses. I, I do believe they released something. But what I think <clears> happened is uh, it, it, it's different from, you know, the, the common flu. It has produced some some different symptoms. But. It's no more deadly, really, the figures. In fact, last year, the, the total death toll in this country actually dropped from 2019. It actually went down. So wow. uh, whatever it is, it's, I, I think it wasn't as deadly as they were hoping it was going to be. Their early yeah. experiments with it gave them the impression that it was going to be, but it didn't turn out to be. So what they did is just create the illusion that it was with propaganda. But I'm yeah. convinced, though that the psychopaths down the line are going to release something that's even more, more severe. Yeah. I, I feel pretty much the same way. I think they, they released something. I kind of wonder in my head, like if you could catch something through the test, cause there's so many false positives. My, oh, my, yeah. It's all my theory, but I was thinking Medical maybe as that kicks in more and more, there's going to be uh, people getting flu like 
symptoms when actually it's just radiation for it. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, that all kicks in as well. Right. Yeah. What a mess, man. But yeah, the, the biggest, but um, it's it's big on even, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say our biggest problem right now is the ignorant masses. You know, it's not even the government thugs enforcing it. It's the ignorant masses that are doing more enforcement. You know, threatening to beat yeah. you up, club you over the head, or spray you with mace. I mean, come on, what? Yeah, it's that. I mean, that just just shows you how 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 blindly everybody is. They just fall for the propaganda that they see and hear. Well, right. I won't yeah. even give them the credit of saying read. But uh, there's there's the opposite spectrum too, you know, that tells you the difference and some of the dangers with masks and and how these tests are so many false positives. It's not even supposedly checking for the correct strand, you know. Yeah. It's it's yeah. wild, man. It's so disappointing. It's and it's scary to see the way that we're turning. Right. And I I yeah. just wonder where all the real patriots are and all these people that that talk about the opposition and, and you know. Lawyers, where are all these people right now? Like, where is everybody standing up? I don't, I, I don't get it. You know, it it boggles my mind. I'm still hoping but, um, that when things get more intense and you know there's food shortages, that eventually people are gonna rise up. But I, I, I don't know. It might be too little, too late by then. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the stuff that happened at the Capitol, I mean that that's a whole nother story. But yeah, I do think there was a lot of real people there as well. I, yeah. I know there was a lot of clientele pro and provocateurs that, that went in and, you know, caused a lot of it. Um, but there was thousands of people that were there. And I, I do believe, because I know some people that went, um, that there was real people there. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, we have the numbers. They have the weapons, but we we have the numbers. Definitely. You know, it just takes a matter of people getting the balls and, and finally realizing what the fuck they're losing every day and, and how much of a, you know, a setback that we're in from where we really should be. I mean, come on. Now they're telling you you got to put something on your face when you walk around. Otherwise, you're looked at, like you said before, you could be looked at like you're a fucking terrorist. It's disgusting. Yeah. Mind control. I don't want I don't want to hold up all any more of your time, Charlie. I really appreciate what you do. Keep up the good fight, and um, thank you for letting me get a little time on to just tell my story. And I, yeah, I'll try to send you the video that I have of, of uh, my holder. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'd love to see it, sure. Yeah, you'll get a good laugh. <laughs> yeah. But uh, right. thanks again, Charlie. You have a great night. Yeah, thank you. Yep, thank you. All right, talk to you soon. Bye. All right, guys. I see there's some other callers. I get to you in just a second, but uh, yeah, I just want to mention, folks. That this is what we have to do. We got to stand up. It, it it sends them in a tailspin. They don't even know how to handle it. They're so used to people just cowering and caving in. Um, in in in, in this guy's case, the manager obviously was an asshole because he lied about him to try to get him in trouble. But I myself have run into some people, uh, some managers. Like I was at a Seven Eleven. The woman was very nice. And she come over and she says, I'm so sorry. She says, I really hate to do this to you. I don't want to, you know, uh, lose your, your business and, and or your respect. She says, but I'm just so afraid, you know, that somebody from the town hall might drive by and see you in here without a mask. She says, could you please, um, you know, get a mask and, and, and or, or, you know, if you don't have one in the car, go home and get one and come back. She says, you know, I don't want to be a jerk, but. You know, there's, there's a lot of them that are just for that reason. They're afraid that they'll get in trouble. They'll get shut down, you know. Um, 
Yeah, it's just so messed up. This is how the income tax started in this country, guys. To this day, there's no law that says you have to pay it, but everybody thinks that there is. And they're, they're afraid they'll get visited and probably will. Uh, in fact, most definitely will get visited by, uh, you know, the, the Infernal Revenue Service. Uh, they'll destroy your life. Even though they have no legal precedent to do it, that doesn't matter. It's when does this government care about what's legal and not legal? Only when it comes to screwing you with their phony laws. But uh, no, even the ones that are on the books, they don't apply them to themselves. You, you know, um, the law is just there for the ignorant masses so they can set a trap for you. Uh, you know, but the higher up you go, I don't have to tell you this. Uh, there, there's no law. There's no law that applies to these people. These these child raping, uh, mass murdering, freaking phony, lying us into every freaking war we've ever been in. Uh, propagandic bastards. Anyway, we got a couple more calls here. Uh, I think Brian's on the line there. Uh, what's going on, Brian? Wow. I just finished listening to that last caller. What a great <coughs> story about about what happened to him in New York because I had the same thing happen here locally in Walmart. Not not to myself, but I witnessed another person, <coughs> excuse me, Charlie, that um, that also was stopped at the door of a Walmart because she had uh, she had an exemption. She couldn't wear a mask. And they even brought in security guards and the manager came and approached her and said, you have to wear a mask. And, and the lady was trying to be polite, saying that she had uh, breathing problems and she couldn't wear the damn things. And they basically wouldn't let her through. And, and I'm standing there back there watching and I was going to it, uh, say something, but, but, but here's the danger. If you do appear in this part of the world, the, then they then they would turn around and put, try to put the hammer down on you to mind to mind your own god goddamn business. Yeah, and it's scary, Charlie, about how people are. You know, you watch the managers, and they're all running scared. But of course, up here in Manitoba, where I live, they have it as a law, and it is actually a law. But there is, of course, exemptions, but nobody honors the exemptions. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's the scary part. But you, but but you were just talking about. How once the precedence is set, that uh, that that's going to be in here permanently. You saw that uh, article. I think I I posted also last week about a Ohio State study that showed like seventy five to eighty percent of Americans said they would still wear face masks even if yeah. they were aware that there is no virus. Yeah, isn't that? The real kicker. It just shows how the brainwashing, thanks to the lying horror media and the government, has worked over overboard into brainwashing the people into pure compliance. And you know, I read that article. I'm going, oh my freaking god, this is this is this is beyond frightening. And and, and it just shows the sheep mentality of people. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but but the other issue I wanted to talk to you about, Charlie, is the economic aspect. You and I are aware about businesses being closed. My wife, for example, she lost her job now. She's going to be out of work as of the end of this month because of the same reason. No business due to this COVID-19 stuff, and they had to shut her, the doors of her business. So the economic damage is, is horrendous. You go down to the local mall here, like where I live, and half the business are empty now. Yeah. They, they claim that, that, that they've released a lockdown to allow people to shop, but only at 25% capacity. And you have to follow all these ludicrous restrictions that most businesses put their, put their hands in the air and say, I, I can't even operate a business. So, yeah. so they're forced to close the doors. So what's going to happen with all these people that are unemployed? 
Yeah. And it's not just, it's mostly small businesses, but even some of the bigger ones, all the theaters in my area now are closed except for one. There's only one. We had at least half a dozen within, you know, a half an hour ride from my my house. Now um, there's only one. That's it. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, and the other factor, of course, is I don't know what it's like where you are in Massachusetts, but but restaurants, okay, they they had the nerve last week. They they said the Manitoba government, the provincial criminal government, I, I call them the bastards in charge, had the nerve yeah. to say, oh, yeah, well, restaurants can now open, but A, you can only open at 25% capacity. You have to practice social distancing. You've got to wear a mask unless you're eating, and you can only be seated with family members. Yeah. Like so, how the hell can a restaurant survive with all that? Well, that's right. Yeah, but 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 besides that, Charlie, I heard about your eye problems. Sorry to hear about that, old buddy. I mean, I just hope, I just hope that um, that given that given time, like you know the 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 generation that you have in in, in your eyes, at least I I hope it's slowing down. I mean, like I said, I just. Uh, I just hope for the best. I, uh, uh, at least I have to ask the question: Are the herbs at least helping? I mean, does have you tried other things to try to exercise the eyes at all? Yeah, I just got this pair of glasses now. It's called the Bates method. You know, where you you look through these perforated holes in, a, in an otherwise mm-hmm. solid. Yeah. So uh, I, I've used them before, but just you know, periodically. I've never stuck mm-hmm. with it. You know. But now I want to employ the methods in this book, uh, which, you know, he, he claims that he, a lot of people have uh, had miraculous results from this, uh, where they don't need glasses anymore. I don't know <laughs> to that point, but, you know, if it can just strengthen my eyes so I'm yeah. not having problems. Well, I'm crossing my fingers that, that that it will work. I just don't want to see you lose, lose your eyesight. But the thing is... Um, so I, I don't want to take up much much more of your time. I just wanted to call to give my own two two cents worth, but because I agree with that previous caller, this is this is way out of c- control. And the yeah. fact is, of course, you know we're dealing like you and I discussed many times with a virus that simply does not even exist. I mean, people people are saying it's out there, but 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 with no purification, no isolation, and no proof, we're not dealing with a virus at all. It was a scam from day one, Charlie. I hate to say so, and the sad part is too many people fell for it, and uh, and and look what they've done as a result. But again, but again, all all you have is mindless sheep that are going to go out and take those experimental. And let's make sure people are aware. Don't call it vaccines because they're not experimental gene modification therapy concoctions. There is yeah. not. Uh oh. Ryan, you still there? Crap. Oh, he completely disappeared off the screen. Yeah, he got totally cut off. Ah, uh, that sucks. Uh, well, hopefully he'll call back. But in the meantime, we got somebody who's been waiting uh, on the line in, in Ohio. Are you still there, Carla? Hey, how you doing, Charles? Yeah. Oh, hey, what's happening? Well, I just wanted to thank you for your many years of fascinating programming. And uh, if it's a hiatus, so much the better. We'll get you back soon enough. But uh, if it proves to be something more enduring, can't thank you enough. And I'll be certainly listening and re-listening to your older podcasts. Just uh, priceless, inimical, 
just uh, nothing more can be said or needs to be said than there is no other Charles Giuliani. So thanks for all you've done. And uh, oh, by the way, speaking of the Yahweh Slayer, I'm reading this book called Chosen People from the Caucus by Michael Bradley. And it's yeah. been banned by the tribe, literally. That's really. But it's a very scholarly tome, which to my mind absolutely proves the theory that that the tribe is indeed of Neanderthal origin. And oh, wow. Therefore, their more aggressive traits as being the most Ice Age of the Ice Age people have resulted in their success in terms of dominating the planet. He makes absolute correlation to the fact that the Hebrews originated in what are proven to be Neanderthal-rich areas, mountainous areas. He correlates the Bible stories, such as the so-called Nephilim from on high. Well, on high with the mountains, for crying out loud, where the Neanderthals lived. And according to Rabbi Ibn Aaron, um, and it was when man began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them that the sons of those from on high saw the daughters of man, for they were good looking and took unto themselves wives from Uh, such as they might care to choose. And he goes on and on. I know that sounds tenuous, but when you add that to the story of Jacob and Esau being an allegory of how the hairy Esau, the hunter, was ultimately displaced by the agricultural uh, sibling, you know, it it all really just starts to make more and more sense as you proceed. Yeah, that sounds like a good book. What was the name of it again? Chosen people from the caucus. From the caucus. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. Yeah. And um, he actually has something of an anti-white perspective, this author. His original theory was that Caucasians had dominated the planet due to their aggressive traits, which were inculcated into them by having lived through the Ice Ages, which makes logical sense. Uh, Not only the aggressive traits, but the inventive traits and the organizational traits that came as part and parcel from having to survive and adapt to the Ice Ages. But then he continued his theory and came to the conclusion that the most Ice Age of the Ice Age people were the Neanderthals, the most aggressive, and that they, in fact, were not all killed off by Cro-Magna. They run the planet. And at that point, his books, which had been previously praised, were suddenly banned. He just took his original theory to its logical conclusion. Uh, you have to find it used. I mean, I had to find it at a rare book dealer online and come in. And But um, 
there's a great interview with with uh, Michael Collins Piper did an interview with this author that you can find online, and that's what uh, piqued my interest initially. But anyway, it does explain how. Oh, and the pictures I've seen, the the tribal actors and bankers uh, juxtaposed with. Uh, you know, scientifically reconstructed renditions of Neanderthals. I mean, there's such dead ringers. It's absolutely laughable. Wow. Yeah, so I it, did a it's show back showing the connection between Neanderthal and the tribe. Oh, wow. Hey, where are your shows, by the way? I used to be able to click your name on the Renegade site and see all your old shows. I don't even see that option anymore. Oh, really? The archive? It should be there, as far as I know. I, I don't know how to get to them. Maybe I just am a boomer tech or something, but uh, I just haven't been able to. I used to, it used to be easy when you'd have the uh, show host's little pictures at the top. Just click that and see all the old shows. I don't know how to do it anymore. But, uh, yeah, maybe I'm not on the now, but I think, that, I think there is a, a tab. You click on it, and the names come up, and then you just click on my name. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's still there. Yeah, I hope they're all still up there. And speaking of um, speaking of uh, archives, I'll just mention this quickly. Um, there was a host on Renegade I was a big fan of, Dana and Hayek. Great shows, very intellectual, philosophical, but with the same general emphasis as yours. I heard a rumor that he just passed away recently. Real young guy, too. Oh, oh yeah. Um, oh, what was his name? I know who you mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I forget now what the heck he passed away from, but uh, yeah, we, we used to talk once in a while. I, I still have his number on my phone. I haven't deleted it. Uh, yeah, he was a good guy. Yeah, nice guy, very young guy. And I remember all these young guys years ago when I discovered Renegade. They were, you know, they were so hopeful things were going to turn around and. I'd be fascinated by their shows, but I'd always be thinking in the back of my mind, yeah, if we come out of this, it's going to be after a horrific near extinction. That was my, my objective proclamation then, and I believe it even more firmly now, unfortunately. But uh, exactly, we're, we're not even going to come out of this. Um, yeah. look situation now, but if we do, it'll be after a horrific moment. Looking that way, yeah. And as far as these people, um, you know, oh, and I, every time I go to the store at the checkout, I, I say something like, don't get the vaccine. I end up sharing a few websites before I go. So it's not like I'm not trying, but at the same time, know i see the reactions i hear the reactions i look at just everybody's wearing freaking mask i mean yeah it's very and, you know i i've the only way i can come to some sort of equilibrium is to just say to myself you know what if i could just protect somehow few that have critical thinking skills but for these viciously ignorant people if they're just ignorant, I have empathy for them. But it's the kind of ignorance that your uh, couple callers ago related to. They're viciously ignorant. 
They want to just destroy you along with them. Refuse to read anything. They refuse to think. Well, how is it a bad thing that these people are being pulled from our um, from our midst? I mean, we can't continue like this. Just being right. dr- dragged down by these viciously ignorant people all around us and just being spit on by them every time we want to just discuss an issue or, you know, even say, well, why don't you just look at both sides of the vaccine debate and make up your own mind. They still have vicious, violent reactions. Well, what can you do? Why would we want to save these Remind me. I'm serious. They're going to they're be the death of, of humanity. Right. Much less our own people. They're going to be the absolute end of all freedom and dignity on the planet. So it's better that they get their vaccines. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, and then somehow yeah. I'm hoping that the ones who can at least listen to others, the ones who have some sort of human curiosity or objective thinking, survive in large enough numbers to continue and hopefully prevail at the other end. Right. It, it's enough with these these masks. And, 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 you know, yeah, Nick Carroll. All right, Carol, I want to take the same I almost said God bless you, but may the God bless you. migrants. I'm Jewish. Um, Some of my family came in the late 19th century. Um, I'm Sephardi uh, on my mother's side. The Liberal Democrats will always stand up for a Britain that is open, tolerant and diverse. And in that spirit, I very much welcome the Jewish European Election Manifesto, calling for a strengthening of EU hate crime legislation. As a party, we wholeheartedly value the relationship we have with the Jewish community, both in Britain and internationally.
Renegade Broadcasting, hard-hitting talk radio. I'm not breaking up. I noticed the uh, bumper music is breaking up from my end. I hope it's not the same in reverse. Uh, anyway, I see we get another call. I'll get to you in just one second. I just wanted to mention uh, Nick Sparrow is the guy that the, the previous caller was talking about. I couldn't think of his name. It bugged me, so I looked it up. Yeah, Nick Sparrow. Decent guy. Really nice guy. And young, too. I, 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 he might have been, I don't know, late 30s, early 40s or something probably around Kyle's age. And uh, all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, the, the, the guy uh, passed away. Uh, I don't know. It sounds very, very suspicious. Um, we've lost too many good truthers over the years uh, under mysterious circumstances. Anyway, I, I want to mention too, um, <clears throat> I don't think my issue is that I'm you know, going blind. It's just that because I'm farsighted, my eyes are having a much more difficult time now as I get older, focusing at things close up. Um, I don't have that problem looking in the distance. That, it, it, that's, that's not where the issue is. It, it, if, if I was nearsighted, I, I, I'd have no problem. I don't know, you know, why did I have to be farsighted? <laughs> uh, it's just that, you know, my eyes can't, uh, the muscles are getting weaker, they're getting more tired. And yeah, a lot of that is, I'm sure, you know, looking at the computer for too many hours a day. And, you know, the glasses, that weakens your eyes even more. So I'm hoping I can reverse this and get some strength back. But that is what the problem is. Um, the muscles, they're just getting too fatigued too easily now because it's a strain. It's not natural for my eyes to read things close up. I think 20 years ago, guys, I used to read eight-point font in a dim light. Now, Jesus Christ, I can't even read 16-point font in a bright light without glasses and a, and a magnifier. So I, I got to do something to, uh, uh, you know, get my uh, strength back. But I, I, don't, I don't think it's that I'm going blind. I'm just, you know, my eyes are just weak. Anyway, uh, we got Tom on the line. You there, Tom? Yeah, hey, Charlie. I was just calling to listen in. Okay, yeah, no problem. And just put your phone on, yeah, on mute or whatever. All right, guys, let's get to some headlines here. Um, I got quite a few, so I'm sure this will carry over uh, into uh, tomorrow's show. 
But uh, as always, lots of crazy stuff that's been going on here. The uh, Washington Times today, uh, no, not today, actually, on the 9th had this headline. Uh, Pope Francis pops around chilling global Great Reset WEF wagon, World Economic Forum wagon. So, uh, hops around, excuse me, hops aboard. He hops aboard the Great Reset wagon. Unbelievable. This scoundrelous little scumbag is as pro-New World Order as you can get, guys. He's embracing, uh, you know, the whole um, LGBT freaking thing. And again, I don't personally care, uh, but as a man representing, uh, you, you know, the biggest Christian church in the world, the single, single largest Christian denomination in the world, a lot of people would argue it's not Christian, and I, I would agree with them. It's actually not Catholic church. Uh, you know, years ago, they would ask you, you know, are you Catholic uh, or Christian? They used to make that distinction. They don't anymore. But it is, there is a distinction. It's, it's not Christian. I mean, who cares? Christianity is a piece of shit anyway. But Roman Catholicism is not Christianity. It's a completely different religion. It is, in fact, Hyksosian, uh, um, you know, a, a revision of uh, uh, the ancient Egyptian Hyksosian uh, mutated Egyptian religion. That's what it is. It's all of it. Uh, it's sun worship. But in any case, this pope is going against everything that the Catholic Church had traditionally stood for. There's actually several bishops and cardinals that are, you know, demanding he step down. Uh, you know, so he's in, embraced the LGBT uh, LGBT agenda. He's embraced uh, the, the, the goddamn vaccine. He actually came out and told Catholics that you won't be violating. Uh, the Catholic Church's stance against abortion if you get the vaccines which have, uh, you know, aborted fetal tissue. I think it's pathetic that a lot of Catholics just on that basis are protesting the, uh, uh, not that I don't think that's a, a good thing to protest. Yeah. Do you want fetal tissues, aborted fetal tissues in your body? Uh, I'm certainly for protesting for that reason. But my God, there's much more sinister reasons, uh, you know, much better reasons. Not that that's not a good reason, but there's, there's more serious reasons than that. Uh, with a lot of Catholics, they, they they kind of brush those other things aside, like the mRNA factor, the the tracking and tracing ID 2020 factor, the mercury and the freaking uh, aluminum, and you know, on and on it goes. But nevertheless, for him to come out and say that you're not violating the church's stance against abortion by are you freaking kidding? The great majority of, of Roman Catholics are totally in disagreement with this guy. He's in disagreement with every previous pope in the history of the friggin' Catholic Church. But now here he is endorsing uh, Mr. Klaus Schwab's Great Reset. Oh, could this guy get any more sleazy than this? Don't forget, guys, I did a show on that little weasley bastard. He is back talking about how he worked with the CIA uh, overseeing torture sessions back uh, in you know in the early 80s what a scumbag man 
So naturally, he's going to be all for uh, all of this crap across the board, guys. He totally uh, gives his stamp of approval for the lockdowns, the mask wearing, the uh, whole nine yards. Anyway, um, engineering.com reported on uh, February 9th, employee surveillance is rising to new dystopian heights. Employee surveillance. Yeah, it gets more and more Orwellian all the time, guys. COVID is being used for a cover, once again, for the greatest, the most massive money and power grab in the history of the world. Employee surveillance, of course, has nothing to do with COVID or COVID management, but it doesn't matter because so many other draconian things are going through. And because the public's attention is being distracted and focusing on that and the fear mongering, that they're ramrodding all kinds of shit through. Even stuff that has nothing to do with COVID. They're just taking advantage of the COVID hysteria and the public distraction, you know, with their attention not focused on anything uh, other than that. they're taking advantage of this opportunity to bring in shit like this. Look at look at robotics, guys. Everything is, is turning to that now. A lot of companies who have you know laid off employees or or or, or you know canceled their jobs altogether because of COVID. Now they're coming back to business, but they're hiring robots in place of humans. Yeah, here we go, guys. This is it. This is where they always wanted us to be, but they needed the right phony pretext uh, to serve as a cover to introduce this stuff. The cashless society. For those who have been paying attention and knew about this disgusting power-grabbing agenda of global government, uh, you know, for decades on end, it's no surprise to see them pushing a cashless society. This is what they've always wanted. But they needed the right crisis to do it. Rockefeller himself has talked about the need for a crisis to bring about global government. Been talking about it for decades. He said back in, uh, I think it was 1995, uh, that all we need is the right crisis and we will have global government. Many of these scumbag elitists, you know, over the decades have, have made similar statements like that. Crisis, that's the key. That's the way you get people to give up their rights willingly because they're led to believe that the only way to bring back sanity and order and peace and, you know, whatever, uh, normal sir, is to, um, uh, you, you know, resort to drastic measures to deal with the crisis. The crisis is the key, guys. This is classic tyranny 101. Get people freaked out, get them in fear, and you can manipulate them to do anything that that you want that they otherwise would never uh, consent to. Anyway, the New York Post reported on uh, February 10th. Oh yeah, this is classic, guys. U.S. Uh, excuse me, U.K. nurses asked to not say breast milk. Um, you know, to be inclusive of trans parents. Imagine that. Tranny parents now, they don't want to insult them. And so to use the word breast milk is now politically incorrect. So UK nurses 
uh, are asked not to use it. In time, they'll probably penalize them, put them on uh, probation, or even fire them outright for using the term Fargan breast milk. I'll tell you guys, uh, the real reason behind that is, it's, it, it, yeah, sure, they want to suppress freedom of speech, you know, on and on, and they use all kinds of phony pretexts to do it. But the real agenda with this particular issue, it's not so much controlling free speech. Uh, what they really want to do is erase the whole concept altogether of breast milk. So this is one of their ways of doing it because they know goddamn full well that breast milk is how you build up a baby's immunity. So if you can get attention off of breast milk completely by not allowing the discussion of it or to use ambiguous terms so a lot of people won't even know what the hell you're talking about when you mention it, eventually attention will be so completely off it as they keep pushing, you know, artificial formulas and ultimately they're hoping the whole concept of breastfeeding will just phase out. It'll be a thing of the past. I mean, for a lot of people, but they're already right. Most people don't breastfeed anymore. Remember Codex Alimentarius, uh, the UN's, uh, well, I think it was under the auspice of WHO, but uh, which itself is under the auspice of the UN. But they pushed this, uh, this idea of, of um, nutrients being bad for the body. You guys remember that? Codex Alimentarius, that was one of the agendas of that piece of shit document to actually convince people that nutrients, <laughs> the thing that the body needs, for strength and for building up your immune system, to actually have people believe that, that, that they're toxic for the body. And in the meantime, vaccines, which are toxic, uh, they want you to think are good for you. Oh, oh, we're in the Orwellian doublespeak world now, aren't we, guys? I mean, you could argue we've been there a long time, but oh, no, not like now. Oh, no, this fire exceeds anything we've seen before. We're, we're, this is Orwell in high gear now. This is beyond Orwell, actually. So now nurses in the UK are being pressured and intimidated to not use the term breast milk anymore. They don't want it, guys, because once again, that is what builds up your immune system. That's what makes you naturally immune to, you know, contagions, right? They want you to think, and by suppressing breast milk, it will help to buttress the illusion that you can't have immunity unless you're vaccinated. That's the only way. When in fact, once again, these vaccines destroy your immune system. If you are breastfed, you will have all the antibodies you need, guys, to fight off anything that comes down the pike just about. Uh, that's the only way to protect you. And don't forget this one phony doctor last year I, I went to visit, and she's trying to tell me that the only reason she hasn't caught COVID is because she's wearing a mask. I says, Doc, you know better than to, to say that. You know full well that what has protected you is your own immune system. God damn it. I, I, I know she doesn't believe that, the lying little bitch. There, there's some doctors, uh, you know, that are, that are decent that I've run into, and they've admitted this whole thing is a scam. But most of them, guys, they're pussies. They're pussies. They don't want to, you know, uh, be in the spotlight as a heretic. Uh, risk losing some of their patients or, or being criticized by their colleagues. So they're going along with it 
knowing full well that it's bullshit. I, I guarantee you, this this one I'm talking about was one of them. What a kiss ass. Anyway, Yahoo Finance reported on uh, the 11th. Bill Gates says this is the next big disaster. I alluded to this article earlier, and the this is bioterrorism. So remember how this little prick predicted, quote unquote, uh, that if there's anybody who dies uh, uh, from some terrible uh, catastrophe in the coming years, you know, if, if there's any mass death that kills off uh, uh, 10 million people, it'll be uh, you know, a global virus uh, pandemic, you know. Remember he said that? And oh, lo and behold, uh, here we are with a, it, it's a phony pandemic, and it certainly hasn't targeted 10 million, killed 10 million. But nevertheless, he predicted, right? He predicted because he was part of the team that orchestrated this whole fiasco. So now here he is predicting a bioterrorist attack. I'll, I'll tell you guys, that's going to be their next port of call. And he says, uh, you know, it could be in the next couple of years, it could be five years, or, but somewhere it's, uh, it's going to happen uh, sooner or later. Yeah, because they're planning it. And there'll probably be another event 501 type of a fiasco preceding that by a few months, too. So watch for that. If you hear about the Gates Foundation funding some big gathering where they're planning for a bioterrorist attack, watch out. Within a few months, we're going to have one, and they will be behind it. You bet your ass. Mr. Gates is already getting in, uh, getting in on the investment action with that. Washington Post reported on uh, February 11th, Israelis ask, uh, why hasn't the U.S. president called their prime minister yet? <laughs> oh, give him time. He will. They always do. But apparently he doesn't feel the need to because he's already gotten his orders. And apparently he's carrying them out quite uh, quite efficiently. Uh, he's already set records, guys, for signing the most executive orders, uh, I believe, more than any other president already in just the first few weeks of his frickin' administration. He's been involved in a frenzy of executive orders. Another reason why he hasn't contacted uh, their um, Prime Minister is, I'm sure he's been contacting Biden. Biden doesn't have to contact him. He's been calling him to give him his orders or to remind him of his orders that he already took uh, before the rigged election that got him in the fucking office in the first place. New York Post uh, reported on the 11th. NBC New York reporter Catherine Prieg dies suddenly at age 47. How much you want to bet that she had recently been vaccinated? My sister was showing me a real tragic uh, post on, uh, oh, what the hell was it? Uh, one of those goddamn social media things. I think it was Twitter. Anyway, it was this doctor, young doctor, woman, uh, I think in her 30s, she looked like. Anyways, back in uh, early January, you know, she was pushing the vaccine, and it's our duty as citizens 
to protect ourselves and those around us and not to be a threat, you know, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then a week later, reinforcing that, she had just got her vaccine. And, I, you know, I'm hoping others will follow my example, both in and out of the medical profession, you know, get your vaccines as soon as you can, as soon as they're available to you, blah, 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 blah. Then she showed me a third post about a week after that. And you know, she's all upset and she says, um, keep us in your prayers, you know, me and my husband and, and our family, we just, she was pregnant. We just lost our daughter. She got the vaccine while pregnant. I wonder if she has made the connection yet. Does she not realize why she lost her baby? That's fucking exactly why. I sure hope to hell that she ain't pushing that goddamn vaccine now. Anyway, CNBC uh, had this uh, headline on the 12th. Dwindling cash use is pushing central banks uh, to rate toward digital currency, dwindling cash use. Oh, guys, that's comic relief, isn't it? That's what's pushing them. They had no desire prior to this. This is exactly where they wanted you. They've been pushing you, encouraging you and intimidating you, whatever, propagandizing you, pulling all kinds of tactical tricks to get you to use the car, to make it more convenient, uh, you know, whatever. And now that they've been getting enough people doing it, now they're claiming that, oh, because hardly anybody is using cash anymore, they pushed us into this position where we're going to be forced to resort to a digital currency. That's where they wanted you all along, God damn it. This article, guys, going back again, decades, even back to the 60s talking about how this is what they ultimately wanted, the removal of, you know, physical paper money and, and, and metal money, you know, physical cash, uh, and, and to have it all done digitally, all done through a computer, centralized control. Yes, it's a tyrant's dream, guys. Then they can determine not only what you can buy or where you can buy, they can determine if you even have any credits to begin with. And this will be on a global scale. You want to be able to buy anything or sell anything. Bible dupes, uh, although, you know, not that they love the concept of having to be controlled by a, a global, global uh, digital currency, but they're loving this in the sense that to them, this is a sign of the end times and Jesus is coming soon. And this proves the Bible is right. No. It just proves that the Bible written by Jews had this plan in place a long time ago. That's all it proves. Prophecy, my ass. It isn't a prophecy when the pricks who are running the system tell you in advance where they want it to go and then turn around and make it happen. Any more than the Protocols of the Lunatics of Zion uh, is a prophetic book. Who wrote the book? Who wrote the book of tyranny? Yeah, they wrote the book. They wrote it. They've been pulling the strings. They've been making it happen. It has nothing to do with prophecy. 
anyways. Now that concludes the general headlines. Let's move on to the COVID bullshit headlines. The Hill had this article just today. Uh, Fauci wins. Oh, this is precious. Fauci wins $1 million Israeli prize for, are you ready for this? For defending science. <laughs> uh, you gotta be kidding. Defending science. Oh, is that what you call it? The bullshit that you're spewing all the time, Mr. Fauci? The lies that you tell contradicting yourself constantly, reinventing the narrative when it suits your interest and those, uh, of your ilk that are fucking the entire planet over. Science. Notice, guys, $1 million. That means we're rewarding you uh, for labeling science the lies that we want you to propagate. Good job. And where does that $1 million come from? Ultimately, our own pockets. That's where. Oh. Man, this is kind of disgusting. Anyway, checking the caller uh, call-in screen, making sure nobody was calling in. All right, guys. Um, oh, this is interesting. Did you catch what went on? Again, I personally don't know too much about Florida's Governor uh, uh, Ron uh, DeSantis. You know, I'm sure if I dug into his past, I'm sure he's got his ugly skeletons in his closet and his goddamn shills. But, hey, it doesn't matter. This is interesting. He had a big debate. And, again, it's probably scripted and it was all staged. Who the fuck knows? But, nevertheless, he told uh, Biden to fuck off. <laughs> Did you guys catch this? Uh, Biden was putting the heat on him because he's not complying with the pressure, uh, for, you know, from Washington to limit traveling to and from Florida. He's not coming down with the iron anvil uh, on, on Floridians' heads. So Biden is telling him, uh, first he used the the, uh, the guilt thing, you know, well, you're going to be responsible for more Floridians catching COVID. Do you want that on your head? And he says, I am going to trust my medical professionals here in Florida. They know what they're doing, and they, they tell me that everything's fine. There's no reason to so the next thing Biden says is, well, if you're not going to comply, then we're not going to allow you to get any federal funding and we're going to stop vaccines from getting to Florida. Oh, isn't that interesting? He just accused uh, DeSantis of not being concerned about Floridians health, right? Because of it's not going along with his fucking tactic of, of stopping travel in and out of the state. So he's accusing DeSantis of not being concerned about public health, but then he turns around to try to coerce him to complying with this policy by telling him that he's not going to allow vaccines or federal funding. Oh, who is it, Mr. Biden, that isn't concerned about Floridians' health? Of course, the vaccines don't have anything to do with health, but you know what I'm saying, right? According to their bullshit, that's supposed to be all about health, and yet he's going to surprise Florida. And look, look at this fucking bribery. Library and the 
of the WHO, the World Health Organization. It has come to our attention that various neo-Nazi groups are trying to promote natural, healthy, alternative products to white people. The Rockefeller Foundation didn't spend billions of dollars in creating the synthetic and safe medical and pharmaceutical industries, so some far-right startup like HeathenHerbs.com, to name but one, can now destroy over 100 years of testing on humans and other animals. Your painful death today helps us treat black, brown and yellow children tomorrow. Thank you. Welcome back. So, anyways, back to this uh, this exchange here between Biden and, and DeSantis. Uh, all of a sudden, DeSantis calls Biden Joe, right? And so Biden says uh, that would be Mr. President or President Biden. He looks at well, he didn't look at him. They were talking over the phone, I guess. But in response to that, he says, "You can go fuck yourself." <laughs> Yeah. Uh, hey, you know, scripted or not, that that's that's fucking great. That's fucking great. Just for the chilling effect, you know, the the message that it sends to the to the general public. Uh, you, you would hope that other uh, uh, governors and and uh, you know um, mayors and you know other other state leaders would uh, follow suit. Tell this bastard, go straight to hell. Go fuck yourself, he said. Can you imagine the arrogance of that little prick? Oh, that's Mr. President or President Biden. Get the fuck out of here. It almost sounds like he has a little in, uh, uh, insecurity thing going on there because he knows he's not the fucking president. Anyways, anyways. Not that it would matter, even if he was legitimately elected, because he's such a piece of communist shit. He wouldn't be my president anyway. I wouldn't recognize him. I haven't recognized any president for decades on end now as an actual president. Uh, anyway, a listener sent this to me this week. This is pretty funny. This just in, transmission of COVID-19 occurs mostly... Uh, through news broadcasting, the virus settles between the ears and affects rational thinking. Symptoms may include hypervigilant uh, cleansing, distancing from friends and neighbors, uh, 
and an overwhelming urge uh, to give up basic human rights. Uh, let's see. Or exchange of, uh, oh, in exchange for personal, uh, uh, you know, safety and security. Yeah, giving up basic rights for security. Who was it? Uh, Thomas Jefferson, who said, you know, those who uh, actually, no, I think it was fucking uh, Benjamin Franklin, piece of shit that he was. But nevertheless, what he said here is true. Uh, those who are willing to give up, you know, freedom for security don't deserve freedom or security. And that's exactly what people are doing. They don't even realize it, you dumb freaking idiots, freaking fools. You are giving up rights for the illusion of security. They're not even giving security. If they did, that would be one thing. At least you could say you're getting something. You're not even getting that. They're giving you the opposite of security. They're giving you the illusion of security. So you're giving up something real for something fake. Oh, well, it's not just Americans, unfortunately, uh, you know, going on around the world. There are some major pockets of resistance, but man, there needs to be more, a hell of a lot more than what we've been seeing. Anyway, the final line in this, uh, you know, a little fake news broadcast here was uh, individuals with larger vacuums between their ears are at higher risk. <laughs> so watch out for this contagion. I, I've often said similar things to that. Uh, I'll joke with people. I'll say, hey, I, I know what the cure for COVID is. I have it. I've got the cure. I'm not, I don't need to be worried about it at all. And they, and they perk up, oh, what, what, what's the cure? Turn your fucking TV set off. There's the cure right there. And it is. It is. That's the cure for this whole goddamn thing. Wouldn't have this problem except for that freaking glowing box in the living room. Children's uh, HealthDefense.org, that's uh, JFK Jr.'s website, had this article on uh, February 10th. Uh, could spike protein in Moderna and Pfizer vaccines cause blood clots, brain inflammation, and heart attacks. Oh, guys, every day there's more and more stuff coming out, more and more side effects that weren't even anticipated. It, it, it's a friggin' nightmare. It's constant. I, I have listeners sending me stuff all the time of, of more and more deaths, more and more side effects. Uh, all vaccines have, you know, results, uh, cause death and, and horrible side effects. But this thing here is taking the cake. This is suspected, guys. And how, how could you expect otherwise? A new experimental vaccine? They're all toxic. But this thing was never subjected to the, the usual eight to, you know, eight to 10 years of, of clinical trials. Pushed out in less than a year. Uh, anyway, the Epic Times reported on uh, February 10th, deaths of elderly who recovered from COVID-19 but died after vaccine raise questions. Yep, they got COVID and recovered. That being the case, 
whatever the fuck it was they had. But if they want to say it's COVID, there would be no need for a vaccine, right? If you already had the fucking thing, you already have built up immunity to it naturally. But they still push the vaccine on them, and that's what killed them. Not the contagion, whatever the fuck it was. But the vaccine, the vaccine has killed them. I can't tell you how many people I, I have talked with or, you know, exchanged emails back and forth with that have told me the same nightmare story of how they're going through hell right now with their family members, uh, trying to convince them of the, of the dangers of this and to not have their senior family members get this fucking vaccine. Well, nobody should get it, but especially seniors are so vulnerable, guys. And you know, if I had a dime for every time I've, I've had someone tell me that they've been literally banished from talking to their senior relatives, the entire family, including very often the senior relatives themselves, don't want them to contact them. Can you imagine? All they're trying to do is literally save their lives or at least save them from severe, uh, uh, you know, side effects, severe uh, adverse reactions. And for that, they don't want them to contact them anymore getting banished by their own family. Amongst all the other toxic consequences that have come about, you know, businesses going under, people losing their livelihood, people committing suicide, on and on and on it goes, right? With the lockdown horseshit, and this is the COVID horseshit in general. Now you got to add this to the list. It's fucking breaking up friendships and families, guys. Well, yeah. I know a lot of people who, who have said that, that you know, uh, friends don't want to talk to them anymore because they're trying to help them, trying to save their life or at least their, their health. People don't want to talk to them anymore for that. Fucking unreal, man. Yeah, I, I hate to say it, guys, but, you know, people like that, I'm sorry, you fucking deserve what you've got coming. I was watching a video of, the, uh, of a physician talking about, you know, her frustration with, with this kind of shit. And so her way to deal with it, she sent letters out to family members who have been resistant to, to listening to her, a fucking doctor. And she said, I, I am hereby notifying you that if you go ahead and get this vaccine and suffer adverse reactions, do not, she, it's, it's tough love, not that she's being a bitch, but she's hoping to, to snap them out of it and get them to listen to reason. Uh, and it's a good tactic. She's telling them, do not call me uh, for help with the negative side effects you have if you need assistance now because you can't feed yourself because your whole body's shaking, or uh, if you need me to go pick up uh, your medications you've got to take to try to suppress the symptoms, I will not be available because you did not listen to me uh, before it was too late. I, you know, not that I think she's going to carry through with that. Of course, you know, she loves her family. She'll, she'll want to help them. But she's just trying to, you know, get them to snap out of it, get them to listen to reason. Don't call on me. I'm not going to help you. Hopefully that it's going to get them to think uh, about what she's saying. Gee, could it be that, it, it, you know, what she's saying is it, it could actually cause these symptoms? Guys, this information is out there. I was talking with someone the other day and they're like, well, you know, if, if that stuff does happen, let's, that's the, the you know, people's fault because they weren't informed. I says, yeah because the system is not informing them. They're not telling them. Well, then that, you know, they deserve it. I felt like asking her, 
Well, then what the hell is your excuse then? Because this same person was telling me that they're going to get the shot. How are you informing yourself if you're going to go get the shot? Obviously, you're not informed. People, guys, ah, they're so fucking stupid. It's not even ignorance when they can admit that there are side effects, and that's what this person was doing. She's admitting she knows that there's harmful side effects, and yet she's still going to go out and get it, and she thinks that she's informed? That's like saying, I know if I put this gun to my head and pull the trigger, it can kill me. But now that I'm informed, I know that I, I have a better chance uh, uh, of survival if I pull the trigger. And I, what the fuck? That's what she's saying. The idea of being informed is that once you realize there's a threat to your life, you don't engage in the action that can be a threat to your life, right? But she's telling me, oh, yeah, I'm informed, which she really isn't. She doesn't have a fucking clue how bad these vaccines are. But nevertheless, what good is it for her to claim she's informed and yet she still wants to get the shot? <laughs> That's stupidity. That's not ignorance. If you can admit that there, there potentially is, it doesn't matter how you know, lacking you are in a, in, a, in a full understanding, if you're admitting that there's at least a potential that something can go wrong and you're still going to play Russian roulette anyway, now you're fucking stupid. You're just plain fucking stupid. Oh, I don't know, guys. I don't know. Well, hey, if the vaccine does get rid of a lot of stupid assholes, maybe they're providing a service for us. But what sucks, what really sucks, is when you have to sit back and see amongst the dumb fucking shitheads that are useless to society, you also have to sit back and watch loved ones, family members and friends go out and roll their sleeves up for this shit. That's what's so goddamn frustrating. But at the same time, I can think of some people that I hope are gonna roll their sleeves. Some people I, I would have no problem waving bye-bye to. Fucking world is full of them. Anyway, CNN uh, had this on February 11th. Uh, UK warns all vaccination uh, could be canceled for 2021. How do you like that, guys? You know what I took away from this? I think what they're claiming is because there's been so many side effects, we'll just have to cancel them for now. But really, what that's going to do is justify more stringent lockdowns, you see. Okay, well, uh, we didn't make enough money that we were hoping for, but we'll do that next year. Uh, we'll, get, we'll, we'll make more money just on the lockdowns, and then later we'll come back with what we will claim is a much more improved vaccine, and maybe they'll just brush up on their propaganda tactics uh, and, and shutting down freedom of speech on the internet so people can't expose uh, like they have been. You know what I'm saying? We'll get a better handle on controlling the information getting out. We'll claim that it, it's more effective. So we'll come back and hit them more with the vaccine next year. But in the meantime, we can get, engage in more full-scale lockdowns uh, by claiming that, you know, this is a measure we're taking because the vaccine is, is causing too many side effects. You see what I'm saying? Either way, guy, they're going to use it to fuck you more under the pretext of taking precautions now, you know, to protect people. Get the fuck out of here. The uh, 
TheVerge.com reported on uh, February 10th, the CDC hopes Harry Potter, Wonder Woman, and Neo can actually convince people to wear masks. So now they're going to use Harry Potter. They'll probably have commercials or little uh, uh, ads in in uh, magazines or whatever, quoting from you know Harry Potter, Wonder Woman, and Neo to push the masks. And if it's successful, then they'll use them to push the vaccines, whatever it takes, propaganda, threats, bribery. You can get your uh, stimulus check if you get the vaccine. You know, they're trying every trick in the book. And why? Well, obviously, because they care so much about your health. <laughs> Cut the shit, man. You know, that, that, that's what you, you got to do with people, guys. You got to make them look like asses because that's what they're trying to do to you when they call you a crazy conspiracy nut. Just look at them and laugh. Look at them because they're the fools. They're the idiots. Don't let them look at you and laugh. Turn it right around on them and say, the government is going to uh, to great measures to try to get them to get people vaccinated, right? And they, they can't deny that. They'll have to agree. And why do you suppose that is? Do you think it's because they care about your health? And just start laughing. Point at them and laugh. Point at them and laugh. You really think it's because they care about your health? <laughs> Are you serious? Really now? And then cite a few statistics to them. Talk to them about how even Bill Clinton admitted back in 1995 that the U.S. government had experimented with over 100,000 Americans over a period of three, four decades, uh, dousing them in major hospitals and clinics around the country with radioactive substances just to see the effects it would have on them. Without their knowledge or consent, they were using patients coming into hospitals and clinics as fucking guinea pigs. And then say, this is the government you're now trusting telling you to get vaccinated because they're concerned about your health. Talk to them about, you know, the, uh, uh, the Tuskegee uh, uh, incident, you know, infecting black patients with uh, fucking, uh, what was it? Um, herpes, uh, you know, uh, you can go on and on. The CIA working with uh, the U uh, S army guys back in the fifties, sixties, seventies, releasing biological and chemical warfare agents into uh, ventilation systems and subways across the country, you know, and then following up with local hospitals and clinics to see who checked in uh, and, and, you know, and, and seeing that they were taking pictures, too, of, of people who were walking by the vents breathing in the toxins, right? And so later they would look at hospital uh, surveillance camera footage. Oh, yeah, this is one of the guys that breathed in the toxin. Okay. Uh, so they would follow up with these hospitals that were participating in the program, right? People going to doctors thinking they could trust these doctors when in fact the doctors were, you know, reporting back to the CIA or the, the US Army, telling them how, what the symptoms were and how, fuck! This was decades ago. So now you think decades later you can trust these son of a bitches anymore, really? If they were doing this fucking 40, 50, 60 years ago, you think you can trust them now? 
They're doing the exact same thing, but on a much grander scale. Shit, they're doing it on a global scale. Anyway, moving on here. The uh, Independent, UK's Independent, had this headline February 10th. Um, Infamous anti-vaxxer Robert Kennedy Jr. removed from Instagram in uh, Facebook crackdown. Yeah, as of this past week, he's been removed removed from Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to love it, guys. And they'll always target a high-profile person like that for the chilling effect, you know. If we can target you. Remember the bullshit where uh, back under Georgie Boy Jr., uh, they they um, had Ted Kennedy uh, denied air flight. He, he couldn't get on an airplane because he was on a terrorist watch list. Uh, of course, that whole thing was fucking bullshit. But they put this story out there so that you know, it would send the chilling effect message out. Oh, my God, if they can put him on the, 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 the no-fly list, anybody, any one of us could be uh, subject to that. That's exactly why they put that story out there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, if for no other reason, that's what's going on with the... But I, I, I'm sure that uh, they want to shut him up because he has been adamantly... Say what you want about RFK Jr., guys, but he has been one of the, the forefront fighters uh, you know, exposing. He has won lawsuits for for people, you know, damaged by uh, vaccines. Um, anyway. Uh, let's see. Oh, I already talked about this last week. Yeah, and I had some listeners request the notes for this, you know, the the, um, the patents on nano uh, particles and, and how this is what obviously they've been putting in uh, you know, the swabs for the tests as well as the vaccines. Um, and that these nanoparticles guys are, are giving them the ability to track and trace you amongst all the other sinister things with the vaccines and the swabs apparently as well. Uh, they're putting nanoparticles in you that amongst other things act like, uh, you know, microchips to track and trace you. Oh my God. There's any number of two dozen reasons to say the fuck away from both the swab and the syringe. I, I just I can't believe it, man. This this is so incredibly evil, so incredibly sinister. And most people, they won't even listen to you, even though you can fully document what you're saying. You can show them the evidence. You can show them the experts that are warning about this. It doesn't matter. They don't want to hear it. And they'll banish and boycott you. Uh, it, it, oh man! Like I said, you know, with an average, the average asshole on the street you might talk to, it's not such a, a, a bad thing. I mean, you still would want to see them wake up too. But when you're dealing with, you know, friends and family members, that's when it really, really sucks. And uh, yeah, this is destroying family relationships, friendships, even marriages. Guys, marriages have been ending over this shit. And they couldn't be happier for it. Oh, they love that. Break up the family. Divide people. Make them easier to conquer. On February 10th, RT.com uh, reported uh, 
dozens of people develop rare blood disorder after taking coronavirus vaccine, they report. This rare blood disorder, of course, is uh, autoimmune system trouble, destroying your immune system. Rare blood disorder. It actually uh, creates visual effects, too. They were showing a picture of this one woman whose leg was all splotchy. Uh, I, I would guess both her legs, but they just showed one leg in the picture. All these red splotches all over her leg. It looked like she had some horrible freaking uh, leprosy or something. I, oh, my God, it was nasty, nasty. Yet another thing to add to the list, guys, that you can look forward to when you roll up your sleeves. Stay the hell away from hospitals and clinics. I don't trust them. Not that I did, but... Uh, Oh, man, this is so disgusting. Coming back to uh, childrenshealthdefense.org again on February, uh, excuse me, on January 29th, they had this article. Uh, under federal law, can your employer make you get the COVID vaccine? So if you look up this article, this, uh, there was some good advice in there on things you can do to try to get around that. But yeah, guys, this is happening. A lot of employers now are putting the pressure on. Uh, and it's causing a lot of people to cave. People that were maybe semi-awake, they use all kinds of, of sleazy tactics, guys. Just the threat, though, of losing your job is causing a lot of people to cave in. Oh, man, it's, it, it's pure evil, pure evil. The article stated, states and employers under federal law can't mandate emergency uh, use products such as the Pfizer and Moderna COVID vaccine. But that doesn't mean same won't try. They can't do it legally. But again, since when does that ever stop them? They can't legally seize one third of your freaking paycheck every week. But they do it, don't they? They can't legally. But has that stopped them for the past, you know, I'm seeing uh, since goddamn 1941. That's when this whole shit thing started. The income tax fraud began in 1913 with the, you know, the 16th Amendment, but they didn't start enforcing it on citizens until World War II. They were enforcing it on small businesses, uh, but again, on individual citizens. And then, of course, the mandatory factor kicking in, the illusion that it was mandatory anyway, by automatically withdrawing it out of your paycheck, that came shortly after uh, World War II. Uh, and they... they Stuck it through by saying, oh, well, we're just making it. Actually, it was just, it was a little bit before World War II ended. Because they were saying, oh, this will make it more convenient so you don't have to send us a check. We'll just take it out automatically. Your contribution, your voluntary contribution. But after a while, just like with COVID, right? With all of the mask shit, initially they were encouraging it. It's a good idea. But after people do it for a while, it becomes. You know, the impression is that it's, you have to do it. Why of the law? Same thing how they introduced the goddamn income tax, guys. They encouraged it. They made you feel like shit if you didn't volunteer your, that, that initial 5% that they were, you know, asking for. Made you feel like you were unpatriotic if you didn't do it. So everybody went along with it. It's my patriotic duty, right? But as the years went on, the impression was that, oh, you have to pay. Yeah, you, what do you mean you don't have to pay? 
This is how tyranny works, guys. Uh, tyranny that wants to hide behind a mask, <laughs> pardon the pun. Uh, tyranny that doesn't want to be perceived as tyranny, right? That's that's the worst kind, actually. We'd be better off if they came right out and said, we're going to fuck you. Everything we do, everything we say, you're going to do it. Or we're going to crush you under our feet. That kind of tyranny doesn't last long. It might work for a time, but, you know, everybody knows they're under tyranny. It doesn't last. The kind of tyranny that lasts is when people are too fucking stupid to realize that they're under tyranny. That's what they want. They want voluntary compliance, so they trick you, they coerce you, they bribe you, they threaten you, they fill you with fear. That kind of tyranny can almost last into endless perpetuity as long as people believe the big fucking lie. Tell it long enough and often enough, remember? It's true. It works. It's working flawlessly now, isn't it? With most of the dumbasses out there. Anyway. Time for oh, I guess we don't have time uh, for another headline. So I'll just pick up uh, here tomorrow night, guys. Come, come more headlines. I wanted to do some topical stuff, you know, for my last couple of shows, but no, guys. No, I, 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 all right, guys. Tomorrow, tomorrow night. Uh, see you then. hard time pronouncing some of the ingredients in your personal care products? Do you even know what those chemicals are? You should. Everything you put onto your body ends up getting into your body, so you better be sure that you are using quality products every day. We know, it's often hard to find really good natural products, and when you find them, they're often very expensive. That's why we have Heathen Herbs. We have affordable herbal tinctures, tooth powder, deodorant, muscle salves, creams, beeswax, cling wrap, gift baskets, magnesium, iodine, throat spray, face spray, hair spray, spray, cleaning spray, bug spray, linen and room spray, and so much more. We're coming out with new products all the time so that you can replace all the corporate crap.